This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Chisinau, Moldova, or Kishinev, depending upon which pronunciation you choose. I'm not really sure which is proper. This is a great city in Moldova. It's green and clean and has fascinating Soviet architecture, plus plenty of beautiful buildings set amid the parks. The food has been very good, and we've been wandering up and down the tree-lined boulevards. We took a day trip over to see Transnistria, the small disputed territory that runs along the border with Ukraine. That was quite interesting. This country might not be your average tourist destination, and the proximity to Ukraine, given the current circumstances, might scare a few folks off. But as we enjoy our time in this country, we keep wondering why we're not seeing more tourists here, because this really is a terrific place to visit. It's time for your tech tip. I went paperless back in 1994. That was a long time ago. Some folks who listen to this podcast might not have even been born in 1994. So the idea of managing paper is a pretty foreign idea to me at this point in my life. I've been paperless for longer than I can remember. But oddly, I've been carrying around a small pile of documents now for about a year as we travel around the world. I have my paper copies of my vaccine documents. I have on occasion been asked to present them to airline representatives or to immigration officials. Now, thankfully, I've been pulling them out a lot less frequently lately, but I'm hoping to get back to Asia soon. So I'm holding on to them for now because they're still required in lots of Asian countries. Here in Europe, on the rare occasion that we're asked to prove our vaccination status, we're able to pull out our phones and show our QR codes. But I'm holding on to those paper copies just in case we need them when we get to Asia in a couple of months. So today, I've got three disconnected, kind of random, paperless office tips for you. First, you are receiving papers all day long. Even today, people still hand you documents. They come in a variety of situations. You may be filing something at the courthouse and receive a receipt, or they've stamped a filed copy of the paper document and given it back to you, or you're getting receipts for filling up your car with gas, or you're getting one at the restaurant to which you took the referral source for lunch, you are receiving paper in random, often unexpected places. And so I'm encouraging you to immediately scan those papers and throw them away. Personally, I use an app called Zoho Expense. Zoho Expense does everything right in the app. It scans the image. It converts it to text. It handles the reimbursement of my expenses. It's all done in one simple product, and I'm able to use it for free because we only have three users on our account. You can use a product like Zoho or something more sophisticated like Expensify and take care of the entire expense reimbursement process.
process from paper to deposit into your bank account all online. Quick, easy, simple. If you would prefer to just use a simple scanning app on your phone, they are terrific. Most operating systems now for mobile devices, whether you're using iPhone or Android or Harmony OS, they all have scanning apps built in. In iPhone, for example, the scanner is built into the Notes app. So as soon as you receive those documents throughout your day, whether they are receipts or whatever, scan them and throw them away. You'll have that taken care of. Make it part of your routine. Now, the second tip here on scanning, set up an airlock. At least imagine an airlock around you. Don't let paper into the airlock. Imagine this space around you and around your office that restricts paper to the outer edge. I like to imagine that the paper would burst into flames if it made it through the airlock into my pocket or into my office. So because it'll burst into flames, it has to be scanned immediately before before it can pass through. Otherwise, I guess it would disappear. So if a client walks into your office space with paper, stop them at the front door, scan the documents, give it back to them, make them put it back in the car so that they will take it home. With a decent scanner, you should be able to scan even the biggest pile of documents in just a few minutes. Don't let that paper get through the airlock. Now, lawyers will argue with me. They'll say, what if we don't need those documents? What if it's just irrelevant junk that some client wants to give us and that we don't need to see. Well, who cares if it's irrelevant? It takes just a few minutes to get it all scanned. So scan it all, put it in the database for the client so that you've got it with your notes. Then you'll be able to see what it is that you were given. And if the client at some point says, I gave you that, well, you'll be able to rely on your system to show that you were never shown that document or that it wasn't given to you. Or if you do need it, you'll know that it's right there. So set up an airlock and make sure that everything gets scanned. Use the same approach with prospective clients. Scan it all. Put it in the record. Bing, bang, boom. You've got it if you ever need to show that it was received or that it wasn't received. Don't let the paper in through the airlock. Make sure everything gets scanned and it's in your record. Finally, a third tip, a simple process for processing the documents, a system, if you will. When the paper arrives and you obviously don't want to let it through your airlock, well, scan it. And if it's a client's document that needs to go back to the client, then hand it to them or mail it to them. Get it out of the way. But if it's something that belongs to the law firm, then I suggest that you quite simply put the document into a box. You want to leave it in that box for 30 days. At the end of 30 days, shred it, be done with it. But having that buffer, that 30-day period, that gives you an opportunity to change your mind about shredding the document. That allows people in your office to process the incoming mail, process the incoming documents, and make sure that they don't need a copy of it. Folks who are a little too quick to shred, sometimes shred things that they wish they hadn't. So putting things in a box, using those dated tabs in the box so you can tell what is 30 days old will allow you to put a little bit of a buffer between you and the shredding machine. Every day, shred the documents that are now 
30 days old, and you will provide yourself with some time and some space to pull those pieces of paper that you decide are better not shredded. You might, once in a while, and this won't happen very often, but you might, for whatever reason, decide that you need to keep that particular paper document, and this way you'll have it safe and sound when you need it. Those are your three paperless office tech tips. And now for your moment of concise advice. I was in a hotel last week and I woke up early to go out for a walk. It was hot and so I wanted to get my walk in before the temperatures warmed up. I went into the bathroom and turned on the sink and nothing happened. The water had been turned off at the hotel. This was a nice big Hilton so that was kind of surprising. But I wandered downstairs to head out for my walk and I mentioned to the desk clerk that the water was out and he explained that they'd been working on it since 5 a.m., the main pump in the building had apparently failed as a result of a power surge, and so they had someone there trying to fix it, but I did not get the impression it was going particularly well. I went on my walk. I was out for about 90 minutes. I came back in, and I walked by the desk clerk and asked if the water was back on because I was thinking I'd take a shower, and he told me that it still had not returned, so I didn't have a shower. I went to the restaurant. I ate my breakfast miraculously, they were able to serve the breakfast without the water. I'm not sure how that worked, but it was all good. The shower had to wait. And interestingly, no one said anything. The only information I had about this whole water situation was the information I had from the desk clerk from walking up and asking. No one in the restaurant said anything. There was nothing special done. There were no flyers put under the doors at the hotel. There was no call, no text, no email. If I hadn't discovered that the water was out, I would never have known that there was no water. And as a Hilton, I thought it was kind of odd. I figured a big hotel like that, a big chain, they would be prepared for something like this. And at that point, it had been several hours. This whole thing apparently had started at five in the morning, so they could have taken action if they had wanted to. Maybe they could have delivered a big water bottle to every room so people would have water in their room for making coffee. Maybe they could have put a notice under the door or sent us an email. They have all of the email addresses for everybody in the hotel, and they could have provided some guidance and information rather than all of us walking up to the sinks, turning the knob, and realizing that there was no water. It was a little odd to me that in a big chain hotel like this, that they did not have a system for dealing with things like the water turning off. Unexpected things are, at least to some extent, expected. Things break down. They break down in hotels, and the same is true in law firms. Things happen, like your phones will stop working. That happens from time to time. We've all been through that when our office phone or our mobile phone simply isn't working properly. That happened recently to us at Duke Medical Center. We are patients of Duke Medical Center. Now, we weren't calling them, but apparently they had a big phone problem. We didn't know they had a problem because we were in Italy at the time and we hadn't called them, but that didn't stop them from notifying us via email and on the app that we have for Duke on our phone. They let us know that the 
phones were broken. All of our law firms have these system failures. Sometimes it's the phone. Sometimes it's the email. Sometimes it might be that we have to close our office for a year for a pandemic. Unexpected things happen. And when they do happen, don't be the Hilton with no water. Be the law firm that takes action. Be the law firm that is proactive. Send notification to your clients. Let them know if the phones are out or the email is out or the office is closed or anything else unexpected happens. Take action. Be proactive. Preemptively notify the clients of what's going on. Reassure them about what's happening and how you're working to fix the problem. Don't let folks wake up and discover on their own that they have no water. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Chisinau, Moldova, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there. I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.